Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, hour three here on the Chase Thomas podcast, where I am now joined by Eric Thompson of the Daily Norseman, a frequent, freaking contributor this fall, just because his team just can't. They can't get their act together. They can't just be a normal NFC North team. Why can't you be normal? Like the Detroit Lions. Okay, they're not very normal. Why can't you be normal like the Green Bay Packers? Oh, they're not normal. Why can't you be normal like the Chicago Bears? Oh, they're not normal either. Your whole division's not normal, Eric. We are immunized against being normal. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Not vaccinated against it. Just immunized against it. Oh, my goodness. What a day on Twitter.com. Oh, my goodness. It, I mean, before noon, there were like eight different stories. It was absolutely incredible. I don't even know. That's just, there's so much to unpack with all of that. Um, and, and pardon the pun, too much to unpack there. Um, no, we're, we're going to focus on the team that you cover very clear. Like the, so the fire Zimmer stuff was really strong. I think it was trending on Twitter when I was looking at it on Sunday night. Um, it's so weird. I just, you watch every Vikings game. I do not. So it's like, I don't have the same perspective, but like, I think when we talked before the season, I'm like, the one thing about Zimmer is it's just like the bottom never falls out. So then when you look at the standings, it's like, yeah, they're around 500. Like, I don't think if they kept Zimmer for the full year, I don't think they're going to be bad. I don't think this falls off. Like, I don't think, I don't think he's capable of going like three and 14. I don't think Mike Zimmer is going right. to do that. So I, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. Like, do you think that do you at least have some part of you that's like i don't know if we're gonna do better on the next hire than zimmer but i also feel like we need to move on from zimmer but i'm also really nervous because he actually has won a lot of games for us i don't know what to do with that right you nailed it that's exactly it but i think that's where most vikings fans are including myself I, I, this that I, it wasn't just the cowboys game it was winning the last two games in such terrible fashion over uh, a Panthers team that didn't have it together and of course the aforementioned Lions who absolutely got blown out by the Eagles but the Vikings aren't capable of blowing anyone out there but they're not capable of really getting blown out really mm-hmm. either it's 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 purple purgatory that's really what it is and I think fans it's year eight of Zimmer and I think we've seen the ceiling I mean that the 2017 run was kind of magical with Case Keenum but it was probably kind of, it was a house of cards because it came crashing down the NFC championship and it has been nothing but mediocrity ever since. But, but like you said, they aren't going to bottom out. Like they're they're always going to be hanging around. And even this season, with I mean, the seventh seed in the NFC is completely up for grabs. Probably the sixth seed as well. I mean, you have five really good teams. I think, or maybe four and a half now with the Saints losing Jameis. Like it, there's, there really isn't a whole lot to compete against. But I think that's the absolute ceiling of this season is maybe sneaking in to get the seventh seed and then summarily getting blown out or maybe pulling off another crazy win over uh, upset win but there is no way that this team can string together four good win four wins against good teams and i mean they can't string together wins against bad teams or depleted teams and or cooper freaking rush so like it's i think that's where vikings fans are they're just sick of seeing the same thing year in and year out and uh, i mean i had hashtag fire zimmer on in response to almost every single one of my tweets on Sunday night. Like that was one of the first things on, on every tweet. And it's just, I think people are sick of the, the media being in the mediocre middle and you're absolutely right. The next hire might not be as good as Mike Zimmer. It might be a few years of 
being really bad. It might be being closer to the Lions. And mm-hmm. I think fans are almost just ready for that. Like they want to blow it up, start anew, find a new quarterback in a year or two. Well, I mean, the, the Cousins contract is is its own nightmare of uh, uh, future proportions. But it, it's it's really difficult to see this team. You know, the the ceiling is. It just isn't high enough that this team is supposed to be competing for deep playoff runs, and it just doesn't look like they can get there under Zimmer. So I think that's the the main reason that the the fire Zimmer chants are getting so loud. But why is that? Like, what is it about his coaching style and his scheme? Like, what is going on? Why is he stuck in Vikings purgatory? I mean, if it was one thing, that would be really easy to address. But the, it it's it's like whack a mole. It really it's, <laughs> it, okay. It's all right. Oh, okay, they kind of figured out the offense. I mean, at the beginning of the season, it definitely wasn't the offense's fault. They were putting up numbers and they were putting up points. The defense couldn't hold anything. And then, it, I mean, like from the you know the Seattle game, it looked like okay, the defense is starting to figure it out. They shut out Seattle in the second half. They hold the Browns to 14 points. I think Baker Mayfield is a big part of that. But like they they've been playing better, and now the offense can't get anything going. They, I mean, the Sunday was just kind of a microcosm of the, the season on the whole. Like the, the I don't think the defense played particularly great. I think Cooper Rush left a lot of points on the field, and he made a few mistakes, and a couple of them they capitalized on. But the Vikings had two turnovers. They were plus two, and off of those two turnovers, they didn't get any points. They got negative four yards off of those two turnovers. So it's it's just infuriating with the it, and again, like sometimes it's okay. It's the offensive coordinator's fault. They get you know what's I think he's on. Zimmer's on his sixth or seventh or something offensive coordinator in his tenure. Some of them left. Some of the, you know, like Kevin Stefanski went on to coach the Browns, and now they're having their own problems this year. But he's he's having some success there, and some of them just didn't work. I mean, and I think we're kind of, you know, the the nepotism. It has not been a great year for that because you know, on one side of the ball they have uh, Adam Zimmer helping out with the defensive side, and Clint Kubiak just can't seem to. Yeah, after the, I mean, if they should make the whole offense out of the opening drives because that's not a problem for them. They're scoring touchdowns on most of these games, but the same thing happened in the Cleveland game as happened on Sunday night. They score a touchdown on the opening drive and then it's almost literally nothing after that. So it's, I, I really, I'm kind of throwing my hands up because it just seems like if it isn't one thing, it's the other. And then if they solve the one thing, the other, something else goes wrong. And that's kind of Zimmer's tenure in a nutshell. It's, it's, they, you know, he's known for his defense, but, that that wasn't you know when that was great then the offense wasn't good enough and vice versa they just can't put together an entire team they can't even put together an entire game right now so it's i i wish i had an answer for you but that's i think that's kind of where we're at right now it's just that they're they're going to be stuck in in the mediocre middle and it's uh something has to change and it's probably going to start at the top so oh ziggy wolf's selling the team no yeah no <laughs> no they, but uh yeah that was the uh i can't remember who reported it but basically they saw ziggy wolf walking past the uh locker room uh after that sunday night game and apparently the body language wasn't great but again i don't know if firing zimmer right now like a lot of people want is going to help anything for this season i personally wouldn't mind seeing what andre patterson has i think he'd be the logical uh interim coach and i i i like his press conferences i like what he does on defense i like his kind of overall attitude his press conference today was i mean he finally stepped up and said like they have to basically stop playing scared and playing not to lose because that kind of seems to have been 
to be the mentality of this team and especially this quarterback that the Vikings have it's they're they're trying so hard not to screw up that they end up screwing up at the end hmm that's got to be frustrating i don't so <laughs> you think that's got to be frustrating i don't like there's no way of changing that because it's like mike zimmer's not going to evolve on that front like that's not gonna not gonna change he's like um who is the the commentator i'm trying to think who it is there's a college football oh rod gill is it rod gilmore i think it's rod gilmore who's very anxious about any team going forward even if it's like fourth and inches at the opponent 30 he's like i don't know if i would do that that's a big moment like that's kind of like mike zimmer at this point where he uh he's not he's not going to evolve on that front but um are we sure it's just not another kubiak like are we sure uh carrie kubiak can't step in there and fix things (laughs) is there not a is there not a kent kubiak could step in yeah, some other K name. But yeah, it, I mean that's kind of what they they keep going to the. I mean, it was before that it was Norv Turner and Scott Turner on the same coaching staff. So mm-hmm. that 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 whole thing isn't working. Um, you know, the Eric Bieniemy, his his name has been thrown around. He's actually a former uh, running backs coach for the Vikings, but I I really don't know where the team goes. But it unless something absolutely miraculous happens and they turn the season around and they actually do make more than one round of a playoff appearance. I think Zimmer's as good as gone after this season. And possibly Rick Spielman because again, like I don't know how many offensive linemen and uh cornerbacks they have to draft and that's always seems to be a need for them every single year there's just been too many swings and misses again i like the philosophies of both spielman and zimmer overall i I like the the way that spielman goes about acquiring draft picks because i think he realizes the draft is mostly a crapshoot and he's just basically taking as many swings as he can but he's missing too much. There are too many swings and misses, especially on these important draft picks. And it's kind of the same way with Zimmer. I, and I, I will give him a little credit. It seems like he's going for it on fourth down a little more often. I think coaches around the league are finally figuring out, oh, hey, the, the odds are really are in our favor. But the way that they constantly bungle the last two minutes of halves, especially this season on both sides of the ball, it's just it's, it's an embarrassment. And they're leaving points on the table on offense and i think through four or five games they had allowed like 36 points between just in the last two minutes of the first half in this season i mean it's it's there are too many things wrong i think with this team to to keep the status quo and i think that's where the 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 gist of fire zimmer comes from right now how likely is it that zimmer and spielman are both gone after this year I think pretty likely, especially Zimmer. I don't see how he comes back unless they go on a huge run here. And, and with the games they have on the on the docket, that's not going to be an easy task. It's at Baltimore this week. It's at the Chargers, who have had their own problems the last couple of weeks, but that's still a, a tough game. You have home against Green Bay. Then it's at San Francisco, who seems to be kind of figuring things out. That's a really tough stretch. It, and if, I mean, at this point, I think they're probably going to be underdogs in all of those games and you know then it's the lions game hooray you know (laughs) but it's there are there's too many tough games left on the schedule i i just don't see it turning around yeah but it's also not going to get that bad you said that they're not going to be favored but it's like they're still going to go worst case scenario like seven and ten yeah they're going to win one or two yeah like the the absolute worst i can see these guys doing right now is probably like a six and eleven season but again anything you know 
even if they sneak in at something at like nine and eight, no one's going to go into the playoffs like, all right, we got in the tournament. You know, let's let's make an, an underdog run. Let's be the Atlanta Braves of the NFL playoffs. That's okay, not, that's let, let's uh, okay, okay. Hey, yeah. I had to throw you a bone. You know, the, 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 there's is some happy sports between the two of us. Finally, usually it's us commiserating about our NFL teams, which are both bad right now. But you know, all it took was you leaving the the Atlanta <laughs> Atlanta area for them to actually start winning a, a championship. So, but uh, I, wow, I mean the Hawks. Yeah, went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I mean, it's really there. just the Falcons that have been. It's, it's, I mean, it's Winnersville, USA, there over there right now. I mean, you only the the Braves only had to wait 26 seasons between World Series. The mm-hmm. the, the the Minnesota major sports teams have gone now. If you throw in the the Minnesota United, who've gone uh, I think three or four seasons without a title, of course, um, mm-hmm. it's been 116 straight <laughs> season since the Twins won the World Series 30 mm-hmm. years ago. So that's I mean that it's just it's uh it's a sad situation and it doesn't look like any of these teams are going to win a championship anytime soon either so way to go braves i had to i had to bring that up for you i had to uh to congratulate you there well thanks man um it was a delight and it's it's really weird that they're just shutting down the city on friday they're doing a parade they literally canceled school in uh fulton and cobb county for friday yeah, like I've I've told people like if even if the Vikings make a Super Bowl in my lifetime, which it hasn't happened, they made mm-hmm. all four of those before I was born. That I am uh, in my 40s now officially. Um, if that ever happens, if they even make the Super Bowl, I'm gonna have to take like a week off of work after that after that Super Bowl Sunday, win or lose, because I'm gonna have to either drown my sorrows or celebrate for a week. It's if the Vikings ever do it, it I'm mean, yeah, that's it, it's gonna be joy like crazy. But it I don't see it happening anytime soon uh, i cannot even begin to articulate or like try and paint the the most accurate picture of what atlanta was like after 28 to 3 I'll, I'll never forget walking around the city that next day like that it, there's oh. nothing like it nothing will compare like i've never seen it was gloomy it was rainy like i remember that whole monday like i remember everything about that and how somber and how depressing that entire day was it was unlike anything i've ever seen like it just destroyed the city i i just can't you had to be there for it it was one of those where it's just like i'll never be around a sports moment that affects a city that bad ever again i'm I'm confident of that i don't think i'll ever experience anything like that ever again and it, yeah. it you had to be there like i really can't explain it like just how insane it was it was like a nuclear bomb went off somewhere in the city it was like the walking dead had just happened yeah, I mean, I I can't imagine it just because I, even of all of the the Vikings woes that they've had in the NFC Championship games, being that far up in the Super Bowl season, getting that close to your first title, and then at the bottom falling out. That's that's if if you're doing, you know, we can go back and forth on which franchises and cities are the most tortured, but that singular game has to be the it has to be the worst loss, right? No question. I I, yeah. I mean, it, no, we don't have to relitigate that. This is a happy <laughs> podcast. Let's go back to your team. No, okay, I mean, yeah. the Falcons are like... So, Sunday was extremely boring. And, like, I don't know if you feel like this um, with the Vikings at all. But, like, when you get beat by a bad quarterback in the NFL, it's, it's extremely, extremely frustrating. Because, <laughs> especially with Matt Ryan, who literally lost, almost lost his hand in this one with, uh, he, he got stepped on and was just bleeding profusely and j- just kept going. It was just non-throwing him. But like right. the Falcons, they had all these moments. And I mean, Calvin Ridley being away and I just hope for the best and hope he gets right and everything. Right. But like Kyle Pitts is just being asked to go be Julio 
prime Julio right away and giving him targets and he had a bad drop on the left hand side but like ultimately it's just anemic and matt ryan is just out here trying to do whatever he can to keep this thing going and get people excited and there's like no one at this game by the way like it was it was bad the attendance for this one but um cordell patterson your old friend is having yeah. to uh do like i mean vault for life he has that kind of energy but like he he's great and he's delightful but it's like oh if cordero patterson's your best offensive player then you're having a season from hell because it's like he cannot he should be a complimentary oh this is cool on this great team that has 19 other cool pieces um all that being said sam darnold's awful like having watched him for a full 60 minutes terrible he almost got robbie anderson killed in this last game like he underthrew a ball and eric harris just destroyed robbie anderson just destroyed him I don't yeah, know if I you saw that. Like, okay, you like, did see that. Oh, yeah. It's like his soul left his body there. Yes. I mean, he just went limp. And it was a good, clean hit. But, yes, Ar- Darnold absolutely left now. It's dry. And, yeah, I watched Darnold for uh, 60 minutes two weeks ago. And yeah. It was absolutely terrible. And He's he not almost, good. And he, he came all the way back for <laughs> for a lead against the Vikings. He drove 95-plus yards at the end of the game for, so, after doing absolutely nothing. So that that's – yeah, Again, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it. Yeah, I can't they, handle it. They can't put teams away, and they but like, and again, they they I don't think they're going to get blown out a lot. But it it's I mean, as a neutral fan, like if you're watching the Vikings game every week, like wow, this game is ending exciting. I don't think it should have, but it's you know, <laughs> but as a Vikings fan, it's absolute torture, and it just it I, I'm really I think that's where a lot of Vikings fans are, kind of including myself. It's like. Just make it stop. Like the 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 team isn't going anywhere. I don't want to try to live and die with the, a mediocre team at the at, like this every week. I mean, if you look at the the win probability charts that they that a lot of these people post, I mean, it looks like uh, someone having a heart attack because we usually are having a heart attack. It looks like an EKG at the at the end. You know, it's like oh, ninety eight percent win probability to back down to fourteen, back up to seventy five. This down. is not good for your health, Eric. You're in your forties now. You got to take care of yourself. You can't be doing I this. I know, and that's why it's. I, it's almost better for Vikings fans, I think, right now. It's like I I can't be that emotionally involved anymore. Like I can't be the the fan I was in my teens and twenties just because it's I have I have a family to take care of. I have a job I have to show up for. Like it's it's too much, and and that's kind of at the point where I'm at. Like I let my oldest stay up on Halloween because she didn't have school the next day, mm-hmm. and she just is kind of wait. Watching. What was the holiday for Monday? They had some. It's some Minnesota. Like, wait does minnesota have their own holidays are y'all just doing your own thing up here what, no, what's going it's, on it was it's the teachers association it was the okay end of the quarter or something like that it was just their school like i wanted it to be something school. really like yeah. skull day or something <laughs> <laughs> well we should take every monday morning off <laughs> but yeah so i let her stay up and she she was like kind of she's like dad are you sad i'm like eh. <laughs> like i really was she's like she's like yeah the vikings lost again i'm like yeah then that's too bad and you know even five, ten years ago, I'd be screaming at my TV and everything, and now it's just like, yeah, I've I've been here too many times, and that's I I hate that feeling of I have to be apathetic because it, it's just too hard. Mm. I think you're gonna be back in once you get the right kind of quarterback and you, you get re-energized. There's they always bring you back in. They yeah, always right. bring you back in. Yep. Yeah, when in my in my early fifties, when they finally figure it out, I think they'll they'll <laughs> I'll be back. I'm telling you, you're a Kyle Shanahan away from being like, oh, this is what amazing offenses look like. That it's a, this is exhilarating. I'm here for this. Um, we're a Kevin Stefanski away, but he's in Cleveland now. <sighs> yeah, that was weird too. Like Cleveland's just like my preseason Super Bowl pick uh, was Browns Rams, and feel good about the Rams. Do not feel good about 
the Cleveland Browns to this point. Um, a little concerned there. A little concerned. Um, right. It's also really weird how much people are going to bat for OBJ. Like, that's... Did you see the... I don't know. He might just be washed now. Like, there might be a reason that right? he's not getting targets. There might be a right. reason. Like, Kevin Stavansky is a good... I just... I don't think he's intentionally not targeted. Like, it's one of those where I'm like, I don't... There's so much there that I'm sure we don't even know about, but like the body language of Baker getting that first down on that run and him not doing anything, but everyone on the sideline celebrating. Like I'm like, ah, I, I, what, what are we doing here? Are we sure this is a this is a good look? Are we sure that we need to be backing OBJ in this one? I I'm not right. convinced. No, I I'm with you there, and I think it's a combination of it, it's not like OBJ has had the the greatest, uh, you know attitude even when he was at the peak of his power right. and ever since he's arrived at Cleveland he's he's missed more games than he's played I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. and yeah and it, when it's when you're not as good and you still have the same kind of attitude it just doesn't fly as much anymore like that's I, I don't know yeah, when you I, see all these jersey swaps you're like oh I, what is he doing he's getting like if he gets traded to your team he's getting four targets again and like maybe 40 yards like he's not a game breaker anymore I don't think that person exists well I, I think you know what I, I think it's it's Twitter and TikTok and social media yes. because it's it's all the you I mean there are still like I, I think of like teenage kids or like mm-hmm. kids in you know grade school they know Beckham from the Red Zone channel and making all these ridiculous catches and huge plays but has he you know outside of the one his first couple years he really hasn't been the guy like he hasn't been a Julio like he hasn't no. been a, even like an AJ Brown like he's not he hasn't been like the the D Hop or anything like D Hop yeah. literally flipped the Cardinals fortunes like he's not that guy anymore. Yeah, I think I think the ship has sailed on there and there's obviously more going on behind the scenes I think but, but yeah I don't think Stefanski's just ignoring him to ignore him. Yeah, I think he's <laughs> he, he wants to win games and I, it sounds like that Beckham might not be the the guy to help him do that. I agree. I think that's something that just doesn't get talked about. But that's just Twitter being dumb. I think. But again, well, but, but I mean, that Beckham story was what the eleventh biggest story today. <laughs> <laughs> that he wasn't at practice. It's like wow. <sighs> How has Kirk been though? Have you enjoyed Kirk this year? I mean, he started better. That was it. Was I mean, we went into Kirktober pretty excited. Like Kirktober. Yeah. That is that was, another? That the, how many holidays do you guys have in Minnesota? Yeah, yeah that, that that Kirktober is officially canceled. It, <laughs> it, it, it ended uh, very poorly. It, it's Kirk is who he is. He can make all the throws. He can do all the things. Like if you like, if you watched his highlights, you're like, wow, this is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And when he has a clean pocket, and when the offense is clicking, and when everything un- unfolds like he's supposed to he still is one of the best quarterbacks in the league but you throw consistent pressure at him he starts to do what he did on sunday and just refuse to even let plays develop he's out oh, pressure's coming better check down here's here's a three-yard pass to cj ham and again part of that it, it, he's not you know all all to blame their cousins is uh it wasn't getting a lot of help um but like i think something like i can't remember what it was but the majority of his passes on Sunday were five yards past the line of scrimmage or behind. I think he had 12 or 13 attempts that were behind the line of scrimmage. And of course, most of those come on third down. That's the thing I think that drives people insane is that it's third and eight. Guess where, you know, Cousins is going to throw for five yards and hopefully his, his tight end or Thielen or Jefferson breaks a couple tackles. It's, it's he is who he is. He's is who all the the Washington fans said he was when the Vikings acquired him, and he's going to show flashes. But I think he's he's 
he's a terrible fit for Zimmer on one hand because they they've kind of butted heads his entire career here, but he's the perfect complement to Zimmer in the way that like yeah he's he's never gonna be terrible. I think his his career record right now is still like he's hovered around. I think he's like fifty four fifty four and two or something like that as a quarterback. It's just perfect. Like he's he's okay like overall like he's he can do a lot of things he can't do all the things and with how much they're paying him it it makes it really hard you're gonna have to hit on a lot of these free agents and draft picks and things like that and the vikings haven't been doing that Mm. oh man well do you feel better eric (laughs) this was i i feel like uh you should charge me for uh therapy because that's basically what it felt like felt good to get this off my chest because it is uh it again it there are 10 more games of this like, it's, it's a long be, season. We're yeah. not even halfway done. I know, doesn't both like, of our teams? So like, I don't. This is the least emotionally invested I've been in a Falcon season in a long time. Like, I'm gonna watch, but like, I don't. Last year was a disaster and a dumpster fire. But like, having my soul leave my body during the kick, uh, just the I don't even know what to call it anymore. What happened in Dallas where they yeah. just didn't know how to fall on a football anymore? Like the brain combustion, whatever you want to call it, like that, like broke me. And then the Bears game broke me because I remember looking at my buddies and being like, oh, this is we're losing this game. They're they're pulling uh, they're going to pull Mitch at half and it's going to be Nick Foles and they're not prepared for Foles and he's just going to throw up. This is just going to be unbearable. And that's, I, I know a lot about that. I know about getting embarrassed by Nick Foles. That's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's awful. Um, but that whole season. But like I still went in with expectations. I was like, oh, it's a do or die year for Quinn and Cutter. Like we're going to throw the ball a bunch. Like who, who knows? Um, Swan song for Julio. Like ah, whatever. I'm in. I'm in. This year, well, man, it, it was I had nothing. Year last year, and it wasn't. It was a die year last year, and I think the Vikings are there. There, it's a do or die year for a lot of pieces of this team, and I think they're doing the latter. That's. I think we're just about a, a year behind you. I think the. Atlanta but can you imagine watching the Arthur Smith offense without Derrick Henry, but with Mike Davis instead? I don't think you understand how boring this is. <laughs> yeah, like you it's guys are just so been, boring. Yeah, it, it, like I was catching a lot of that. You know, I was watching Red Zone most of the day, but I, you know the the Falcons and Panthers game it's like oh someone is kicking a 42 yard field goal again like mm-hmm. that was the, that was the highlights I kept cutting to it, it's yeah I, I I don't know it's neither team is really fun to watch at least the Vikings will give you a little hope before crushing it and the Falcons are just like nah we're, we're good we're just gonna kind of walk through this game like we have some pieces but nothing's gonna threaten you no no, it, it's going to be a little bit. Eric Thompson, we can read you at the Daily Norseman. Go check out the great Minnesota Vikings blog at dailynorseman.com. Um, follow you on Twitter at Eric underscore J underscore Thompson. Sir, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for stopping by. No charge this time, but as the season progresses, we'll have to say we'll revisit down the line. <laughs> I appreciate the therapy session, Chase. Always a pleasure. All right, go Braves. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas Podcast. Hell yeah.